0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is the voice of Christian Israel on Eurofolk Radio. Today is June the second, twenty nineteen, and my co-host, as usual, is Pastor Martins of South Africa. And uh, praise Yahweh for being uh, for this technology that He has given us, so we can talk half a globe apart. And uh, I think our connection, Pastor Martins, lately has been better than ever. <laughs> Surprisingly, how are you today?
1: Good evening, Pastor Eli, and also good evening to all our listeners across the globe. Yes, I want to shout hallelujah, because this would not have been possible 20 years ago. That's right. Uh, and in in fact, I think as uh, li- little as 15 years ago, this would not have been possible. Uh, yes, Pastor, many things have happened in this past week. I, uh, As we progress along uh, with our discussion, I'll mention a few of these items or these uh, events. Uh, but one in particular that I would want to lift out is tomorrow's court case in terms of one of our Buramach members. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm sorry, I'm getting a a lump in my throat when oh I boy. think about oh, I see. this. The, the sadness of this case. Pastor, the way in which the Boers, because they have the the etiquette or the label Boers attached to them they are being treated like hogwash right. by the by the prison authorities uh, and if you, at one stage or the other, I know Riet will uh, divulge to us at the right time the atrocities that have been um, driven against the this family. Now As you can recall, we we have already had a program where she was part of the uh, 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 the 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 discussion and and she married into this family and uh, she has first hand experience on the atrocities that have been um, this family in particular, but not just this family, other families that have been torn apart. because of the deception and the lies of the Cape Dutch Afrikaners, and this wasn't a state against the Boers; it was, uh, or the Buremacht. It was a matter of the Cape Dutch Afrikaners against the Boer, uh, the, the whole Boer uh, folk. And if one analyzes the the events and the events that uh, led to the the rest of these people, you can see it, they had been orchestrated. If you look at the actual court case, the details of the court case, how many of the uh, legalities of the court was transgressed in the desperate, the Cape Dutch Afrikaners' desperate attempt to get these people in, into the prison. Uh, so it was all part of the charade that these Edomites have... Perpetuated over the past 362 years, ever since the first mm-hmm. uh, free uh, free burgers arrived in South Africa, and we, we right. of course later became the Boers. But past and then also, I want to uh, welcome my brother and his, and his wife. Uh, mm-hmm. He's a very good supporter of uh, uh, of mine, All and uh, they they very close to where we visited the farm. Uh, outside of Praet in that yeah, so,
0: uh, yeah we stayed uh, with a we'll family on that farm it was very difficult to find because some of the roads oh, aren't very clearly yeah. marked and they go off in every direction so we had yeah. to uh, kind of pray to find a place but we finally did yes. and, uh, and it's it amazing it's a wonderful a wonderful homestead that they have and uh, they had a business yeah. of uh, uh, harvesting trees uh, 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 tree yeah, farmers okay yeah yeah. Now, okay. uh, the, the,
1: the other thing that I wanted to say about my brother, my brother lives very close to or in, in an area where quite a number of farm murders, mm. uh, vicious farm murders, oh boy. had already taken place. And uh, I also uh, I want uh, our listeners to pray for uh, not just the farmers in South Africa, because it's not just the farmers um, if they know that you're a boer, you're a target because they sing the right. song "Kill the far- kill a farmer, kill the boer." Now that right. also, I believe, is uh, was a uh, a setup by the Cape Dutch Afrikaners against the Boers, uh, and we can discuss that at a later stage. But thank you very much for the opportunity yes. again. Once again, Pastor right. uh uh I think it's about just over four years that we have been conducting these programs on Sundays. Sometimes it was on a Sunday afternoon, sometimes, uh, but mostly in the the Sunday evenings uh, in our time.
0: Right. Yeah, well, shortly after I came back from South Africa, after visiting with you, and I remember very clearly when we stayed with that family... And I, I won't mention their names because, uh, you know, that, that probably would be dangerous for them. So that uh, yeah. we had a really pleasant stay there. Uh, they were true Yahweh-believing Christian identians. You know, I was amazed how many people we met in South Africa who believe just like we do, what we call Christian yeah. identity, you call it Israel vision, and uh, firm believers in the Christian identity message. And uh, I re- the detention under which, not their family, but all the surrounding families in the area lived under because of this constant threat of farm murders, all right?
1: Yeah.
0: And while we were there, we had heard a rumor of, you know, deaths on a neighboring farm. Uh, I don't think it was the uh, humans, uh, the the, the actual white farmers, but uh, a couple of dogs were killed. And so, you know, sometimes they will start with by killing your dogs or your cats or things like that and, you know, put you under fear. As it turned out, it was uh, the dogs were killed by snakes, uh, as it turned out. So, but this kind of gives you the flavor of what, you know, kind of terror, literal terror that you're living under with these constant farm attacks over to you.
1: Yes, Boston, in fact, that has become a very dangerous exercise, even in traveling on main roads, traveling mm-hmm. in towns. Um, we, we discussed last weekend the, um, the, the random killing. No, it wasn't a random killing, but a, a definite um, anti-white mm-hmm. uh, murder of, of a young couple. I've, I've sent you the pictures also on Skype. Right. Uh, of this young couple that were just shot and killed right out in in, uh, virtually in the open yes. in broad daylight. Now, um, the, uh, even outside of Cape Town, between, on the main road leading into Cape Town, which is a very busy road, a lady biker stops on the side under a bridge mm. uh, just to take a bit of a breather. She takes her helmet off. off. The next moment, she gets shot
0: wow. and
1: killed. Uh, things like this uh, random shootings um, then of white people. The, the, uh, uh, on farmers uh, or, or on on farms what they do is they uh, break in they don't steal a thing but they um, torture the people they have they pour boiling oil or boiling water down the, the mm-hmm. farm farm families throats and into their faces right. they gouge out their eyes they uh, cut off their, the like females breasts they cut off their breasts they uh, the, the, it's a pure exercise mm-hmm. of dehumiliation
0: yeah hatred and humiliation yes yeah yeah Absolutely. and so the yeah, opposite of what Mandela promised would happen <laughs> right peace love and Foster. joy kumbaya. Yeah, back to you.
1: Uh, in in fact, it's totally opposite to what F. W. de Klerk, the Freemason, Cape mm. Dutch Afrikaner. Um, something that I wrote today on on Facebook, or today or yesterday, is that the Cape Dutch Afrikaner Freemasons of the previous government, well, they were Cape mm-hmm. Dutch Afrikaners ever since the um, first of June, uh, the, the first of June, nineteen ten. They were Cape Dutch Afrikaners in control of what was then the Union of South Africa. Okay. And ever since that, day they, they had been orchestrating these things and these events against the Boers. It's just that they covered these events up by virtue of uh, um, uh, uh, laws uh, prohibiting, for example, uh, to, to for newspapers to publicize certain things and they called these things mostly um industrial unrest. Mm. Uh, but it was all yeah, unrest. It was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's deliberate murder. Yeah. Uh,
0: amazing. Murder. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But the the, the Cape Dutch Afrikaners were overly keen, they were visibly keen to hand over power to the blacks who had become Freemasons. So, it, it was a matter of they wanted, it, uh, I mean, it was as as if they were desperate to hand over power mm-hmm. uh, to the blacks, and of course I think the, the blacks have gone rampant on quite a number of things and all of a sudden this Afrikaner bond, uh, whom all political leaders have belonged to over the past 108 years. Um, mm-hmm. Well, more yeah, than yeah. that, actually more than that, but in, in terms of I'm speaking as a Boer in terms of the Boer uh, experience of this. All the political leaders have been members of the Afrikaner bond, an elite, elitist society for white Afrikaner men.
0: Yeah.
1: And they have orchestrated uh, events in South Africa for so many years. And whites, they have white also
0: <laughs> Right. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, but they they have also orchestrated uh apartheid, they set up apartheid, they set up uh the, the various laws that became uh uh or that ignited the Okay. Uh, of course this thesis, antithesis which uh they are uh, right. and, and the Jews have, have no been okay. known to exercise over
0: All right. now, centuries in uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, we we have discussed this in the past, but I think people who may be tuning in for the first time need to understand that apartheid was set up by the British and the Freemasons. And, uh, it, and the Boers, of course, are being blamed for it and called racist and blah, blah, blah. When, in fact, this whole system was set up by the British under, uh, it was under the auspices of the British Empire that the Boers were subjected to this yeah. system and the purpose of the system was not to elevate the Boers but to subject the Boers to whoever uh, you know, uh, yes men, whatever yes men in many cases they were blacks uh, that uh, f- uh, that were given jobs that formerly belonged to the Boer people okay and then they were subjected to British rule. So this whole thing was set up by the British for in my opinion uh, correct me if I'm wrong, for a slow transli- transition from Boer leadership to, uh, as you're saying, uh, British slash Cape Dutch slash Freemason rule, okay,
1: and yes, uh, under well, the pretense
0: also- of white leadership. Back to you.
1: Yes, Pastor, that was already on the from the 31st of May 1910. Okay. However, um, the the apartheid system was already instituted by the British in the Cape. Um, uh, before it became the Union of South Africa, and I think it, it was in 1902, mm-hmm. where they instituted apartheid. However, uh, they disbanded it. Um, of course, again, the thesis, antithesis, and then the Cape Dutch Afrikaners taking, seizing power in 1948. Now, it was all part of the, uh, I would say, uh, part of the orchestrated agenda for establishing exactly the same thing as they did with the Holocaust, um, attaching uh, laws and making laws and things to to, uh, exemplify the so-called atrocities of the uh, uh, Holocaust. And Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, in so many other European countries today, it is illegal even to question whether the Holocaust was a a true reality or whether it was a... Uh, ho- uh, a hoax
0: well in the same it, way incredible. yeah in the same way to question South African, the mainstream media and global juries uh, expression of what happened in South Africa, that uh, Boers are the evil ones. No, the Boers were simply trying to avoid being uh, ruled over by outlanders, <laughs> right, who, who were being opposed upon them by the British government. It was the, the whole thing was an attack against the Boer people and still is. That's all it's ever been. Oh, okay, uh, I think we've lost touch. Okay. Hold on, folks, are you there? Uh, We lost contact. Okay, lost contact for a minute there. And so, basically, uh, what I was saying was the whole uh, uh, apartheid system was simply a construct by which the British could push the Boers out of the way while their secret society members took over. And then, at the same time, they criticized the Boer people, calling the Boer people racist and you know uh, slave masters, which the very very few Boer ever. Even own slaves, so the entire thing is a gigantic lie promoted by global Jewry, and uh, you can't get the truth out edgewise. Back to you,
1: Pastor. And then, of course, the Dutch Afrikaners being part and parcel of this worldwide Jewry. Right. It's just that they have, they have. Uh, branded themselves under a name which hides their identity exactly in the same way as the, the term Jews
0: mm-hmm. hides the
1: identity, uh, identity of the um, Edomites. Uh, Edomites amongst right. the, the tribe of Judah or the house right. of Judah.
0: Right. Yeah. Infiltrators. They're infiltrators pretending to be us. And the world believes them. <laughs> right? Exactly. Okay. All right. So, uh, getting back to this, uh, wonderful article at hoflandia.wordpress.com. I, I just put the link in the chat room. This is an outstanding website. And we've been going through this article, how the Jews seized control of South, South Africa from the Boer people. Okay. And, uh, we, we left off at uh, section five here, where, uh, as in the case of the war on China, because the article talks about how the Rothschilds and global Jewry made war against the Chinese people through opium smuggling, right? And uh, they, yes. they got, and then they, they su- subjugated China via these opium wars, forcing the people to uh, accept the opium and, uh, you know, just creating a lot of drug addicts in China. And they've done this throughout the world, okay? Uh, most people don't even know that the vast majority of drugs are moved around the world by this global Jewish system. All right? Headed exactly. by the Rothschilds. Okay? So, j- hmm. as in the case of the war on China, the British used ethnic origin and background as a weapon to promote unrest, that is, divide and conquer, in the independent Boer republics of the Transvaal and the Orange Free State. Following the discovery of gold in the Transvaal, a steady stream of Outlanders, thats or uitlanders, I believe you pronounce it, foreigners... Eitlander. Flocked, uh, Eitlanders, more like an I, flocked to the Transvaal. Yes. It was not long before the model of the Scottish Rite Freemason Movement used in China was also put to good use by the British in South Africa. All right? So they had already perfected this system in China. Now they're employing it in South Africa, and they've been employing it here in America and in Europe and every other white country. As in China, the mix was Italians, Jews, and of course local Chinese. During the life and after his death the dirty tricks operations of Lord Palmerston's China gang of ethnic Jews, the Order of the Zion of London based court Jews was put to work in South Africa to foment unrest and to demand voting rights. To demand voting rights of Itlanders, people who are not citizens. Okay, mm. and a voice in government. This is a typical Jewish tactic of overcoming the self-governing, self-rule of indigenous white countries. They uh, they ship them over, and we have to absorb them, and then they vote against us. Over to you.
1: Yes, Pastor. Um, m- many people in South Africa, South Africa, or most of the people in South Africa are the descendants of this uh, Dutch East Indian Company, the VOC, and of course. Uh, The the hundreds, in fact, the thousands of people that they had shipped to the Cape Mm -hmm. as part and parcel of the establishment of this uh, replenishment station. Mm -hmm. Now, um, what many people don't understand, and I wish to reiterate it here, I know it's something that I reiterated with every program, is that there were two groups of white-skinned people that came to South Africa. The one was... The establishment of the VOC, the Dutch East Indian Company Replenishment Station, mm-hmm. that brought along subjects of yeah. the Dutch East Indian Company, the Dutch VOC. Jews, and the, right, Dutch Jews and, and, and their year, employees.
0: That's, uh, that's Exactly, what that, the year yeah.
1: 17. Yeah. The, the so-called Lord 17 were Askenazi and uh, Kazarian Edomites. <laughs>
0: you pronounce they, that correctly <laughs> ashkenazi <laughs> right ashkenazi right.
1: absolutely and mm-hmm. uh, uh, it, and it's because i've actually read up so much about these ashkenazis it's not just a matter of what you see on yeah. uh, by uh, quickly typing in ashkenazi uh, june google it's a, it, it's a matter of going through documents and documents and videos and even oh, yeah. history uh,
0: yeah it's all very yeah, well history. documented yeah but suppressed yeah, today,
1: and, yeah, yeah. and and even with these Jews of today, these uh, magna or, or um, um, I would I would say they they, uh, it, it, without any fear of of contradiction, they come right out with it. They tell you we are not uh, we Edomites, we yeah uh, are the descendants of the house of of Ed, uh, Esau. That's they right. They don't claim outrightly anymore to be a descendants of the house of Jacob, like they d- they did earlier. Yeah,
0: they're getting very I bold. Be, yeah, they're getting very bold about it. Very bold. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and
1: they open about it. Yet the <laughs> churches still propagate the lie and the deception that the these Edomites are the house of Jacob. You, right. you know, and it's and it's also very clear to see the agenda driven by the churches. Um, I call mm-hmm. it the re-establishment or the rebuilding of the Tower of Babel because right. they have exactly the same uh, a mission statement as the uh, New World Order has, and that is to take control. In fact, um, right. I very often mention it on, on Facebook in Afrikaans. Ons gaan die Jesus. You know, this is, mm-hmm. um, it, it is so it's such a common thing. I've heard it so many thousands and thousands of times while I was still in the uh, uh, this jail called church, where the the uh, mission of the church is to, to touch the heart of every human on this planet's face. Yeah.
0: Right. And wouldn't every. Person S- sla- on no, 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 face no. Slap of- the face of every human to, to the heart. <laughs> that's, a, but, but the, yeah, that's not very yeah. nice touching. Yeah,
1: back to you. But but the whole thing, Pastor, the whole thing is that they claim to be winning these people for Christ.
0: Now, he himself (laughs) said he
1: only came from the
0: house of Jacob. Mm Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. By the way, the European Union building, I believe it's in Belgium, is is modeled after the Tower of Babel.
1: That's correct. Okay. The... the, um, uh, the house, the the uh, headquarters for the uh, European Parliament is.
0: Yes. yes. <coughs> Excuse me. So they know what they're doing. I mean, they're not, you know, it's out in the open. If you if you can read the signs, right? So this is uh, yeah. this is how they slap us in the face. You know, they're, they're basically, and the reason why Yahweh. Uh, created the division of tongues is so that they could not organize the European Union or the new Jew world order already in those days. He had to uh, inflict this uh, division of tongues at that time so they could not organize uh, all these peoples against Yahweh at that time. Okay? So, but now in these end times, we have the reemergence of the Tower of Babel. It's called the European Union or the United Nations They're both uh, run by the Rothschilds, hardly any difference. Right, back to you. Yes,
1: Yes, Pastor, and um, uh, what many people don't know is that Jan Smuts, the so-called, well, I call him the Trojan Horse, one of the two Trojan Horses Mm -hmm. that the Freemasons and the Cape Dutch Afrikaners ensured that were uh, within the uh, lines or within the inner circle of the Boers. Right. And that was Jan Smuts. He was one of the Uh, the founding members of this League of Nations, which eventually became the United Nations, and also the establishment. Now, he was one of the Signees, Jan Smuts, a South African. No, he was a Cape Dutch Afrikaner. Okay. A Signee to the Balfour Declaration. And a friend of uh, Cecil
0: Rhodes, wasn't he? Wasn't he a friend of Cecil Rhodes of the uh, the International... Go ahead. Yes. Very much so. In fact... Uh, I've heard whispers
1: that there's a possibility that uh, Cecil John Rhodes could have have been his father or something from... Oh, really? Oh, wow. I don't want to propagate that, but I've heard whispers about that. Now, the other thing what I wanted to say is that the Hofmeyers now, one of the Hoffmeyers today is a very popular singer, and so many of the Boers are uh, Mm -hmm. like... uh, They they are hanging to his lips. Yes, yet... His family were very close friends, his predecessors, his ancestors were very close friends, house mm-hmm. friends with Cecil John Rhodes and Lord Molnar, etc., et they were house friends. Yes. So, and today he is being um, hailed and and mm-hmm. virtually worshipped as a right. somebody who stands up for the Afrikaners and the Boers, but the, I mean, he's not even a Boer. Right. Uh, they are right. some of these um, Harlot bo- Boers.
0: I call them Harlot Boers because they are uh,
1: from,
0: from Harlot Wood. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's funny you said that because I was just I was uh, have a question. Is the state of South African popular entertainment as degenerate? as it is here in America. I mean, it, it can hardly get much worse. They're promoting all kinds of sex with animals, homosexuality. I mean, everything under the sun yeah. is being promoted by Hollywood uh, Jewish actors, directors, songwriters, etc., etc. Is it, it nearly as bad in South Africa with the entertainment industry there?
1: Yes, Pastor, definitely so. And this okay. man is also in the center of the Afrikaans entertainment industry because of his... Abilities yeah. to sing, and I think the major thing is the fact that he had, uh, um, he, he had sold his soul to Satan. But rock and roll, uh, the, right?
0: <laughs> but yeah. something
1: which I wanted to say is that um, Riet has a group on on WhatsApp, wherein which she uh, keeps people abreast of developments okay. in terms of uh, this group praying for the um, the forthcoming events. Uh, and and et cetera, also for the the atrocities being uh, executed against these Boers in the prison. Now, one of the things that I just read before, or read before, just just before we uh, came on the air, was that she says that the prison services in South Africa provides condoms for the prison inmates to... Have Ooh. homosexual affairs within wow. the prison,
0: wow. but it is
1: forbidden. They forbidding a marital rights ah. to the people on. So,
0: yeah, um, interesting and wow, degeneracy. But, there uh, you go. Uh, in, uh, in, in
1: other words, they like, <laughs> they cultivating the yeah the, homosexuality. The whole principle. Absolutely,
0: yeah. Yeah, this, this is a global thing. This is global. I mean, uh, the American prisons are are horrible, absolutely horrible. Where uh, you know, homosexual intercourse is commonplace. And in fact, I just read a news item: uh, a female guard uh, had an affair with a male prisoner, and she got arrested. Now she's in jail. This is this is what the state of our prisons. It's incredible. Back to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. Uh, now, the the thing that I wanted to say is that. Um she she says that all the all the inmates in the prison uh, have cellular phones. They have a telephone oh. service on the premises, which is mostly out of service. Okay. However, the Boers are prohibited from having cellular telephones mm. in their uh, possession. Yeah. Right. Also, there are other inmates or the the, the other inmates, have extended visitation hours. Mm-hmm. But the Boers are, uh, are restricted to having the uh, closest family yes. only for three hours, a total of three hours per month. Wow. So it's all part of a, a, um, a, a matter of, of putting these people to an absolute, I would say to the point of a total isolation. As if they have committed the the Holocaust against right. the blacks in South Africa, which was not the case. They were they yes. were lured into a position believing that they were doing the good for mm-hmm. within the in the within the time of major political turmoil around the elections, etc. They mm-hmm. were even far worse. They were uh, some of Nelson Mandela's, Mandela's bomb plaster, uh, planters. Mm-hmm. Where uh, multiple people were killed and maimed, yet they, because it was deemed as a political time of political unrest, these people were deemed uh, to be uh, terrorists. Uh, essentially, specific,
0: yeah, as, yeah. yeah.
1: Well, they were terrorists, but they were given a, a presidential pardon because of the turmoil that existed at the time. Oh, but wow. the words. Only no. the boys still remain in prison because there is no presidential pardon for them. There's, they, they have attempted to over 15 yeah. years they have attempted to apply to right. actually, uh, 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 to 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 um, uh, appeal right on their their uh, sentences, right, and the appeals, the application for appeals just go missing. Uh, it's it misfiled file <laughs> right. for 50 years, boss. Yeah,
0: big government. They, yeah, they, big, they been- it's, it's a wonderful thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so now, but you're talking about the Bureaucrat, who, which means basically means uh, bore power, bore power, or white power, in translation. Yes. And these people were actually set up by a government agent, unwittingly, and uh, so uh, yeah. And so uh, they were set up. So uh, a total conspiracy poster. Yeah. And so uh that so the guilty blacks got uh, got uh, free and the whites who were set up are still in prison. This is how the, this the level of justice in South Africa for white people it's it's getting just as bad here in America now, okay? But let me uh, continue yeah. here because uh, this uh, the, the influence of the Scottish right freemasons in South Africa is incredible. And you never hear about it, because obviously every Freemason, although Freemasons admit that Freemasonry exists, they will not admit to the skullduggery and evil that they perform, especially at the upper levels. Okay? So, uh, Hmm. he continues on this uh, subject of how the Jews uh, manipulated and and sent in itelanders, or outlanders, foreigners, to outvote the indigenous Boers, okay? something that, This is something that the vastly outnumbered Boers could not permit. Of course, the Boer people would fight against this, just as we in America, the indigenous white Americans, are fighting against the importation of all these non-white, potentially Democratic Party voters, right, to outvote mm-hmm. us. The Jewish families that today rule the gold trade, such as the Makados, the Montefiores, the whole slew of well-known Jewish names, learned their dirty tricks, lessons, in pre-war days of the Boer Republics in South Africa. All right, please comment, Yeah, Pastor Martins.
1: Pastor, yes, that's quite evident. In fact, it's uh, uh, if, if one looks at the historical narrative Rather, I should rather say, the historical evidence, in the face of the narrative that ex- that had been existing since uh, the the time of Jan van Riebeeck, is that it had always been covered up. Um, the the South African or the Cape Dutch Afrikaners refused to uh, allow anybody to write about it. In fact, I think I mentioned on a previous program that even the agendas and the uh, minutes of the union convention that occurred during uh, 1908 1909 the agenda and the minutes were kept away from the public eye for over or for about 40 years mm-hmm. it Home is capsule. evident that there were many many atrocities that were even occurring during the this convention what i can gather in and what i've read in the uh, uh, the annals, annals or the uh, the uh, history of this event, written by a Cape Dutch Afrikaner Francois Stefanus Malan, was that during the times when there were certain speeches made, the Boer Republics representatives were taken out of the that particular hall where the 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 conference was held, while the or before the uh, speech was made, and they were being kept busy with discussions in a separate room. And then when they would come back to the conference hall, they were subject to make a decision on things that they don't even know what the, the speeches were about while they were out. So it was clear that there was a contravention of, of rules. They were setting and changing the rules as they required or deemed fit in order to keep the Boers in the dark Mm-hmm. So it was a whole conspiracy. It was a whole charade. This whole convention was a charade because, yes. right from the start, even from the first few pages, you can you you can notice already that they had predetermined the the prima determined ideal of establishing a union of South Africa under the Cape Dutch Afrikaners.
0: Right, right. I want to give people a flavor of what's really going on here, because Moses Montefiore and most of these Jewish names uh, our people are totally unfamiliar with because they all lurk in the background, pulling strings, uh, you know, causing wars, manipulating nations, etc. And uh, I just uh, Googled here, BibleStudentArchives.com. Disraeli, Prime Minister of England, Moses Montefiore, Nathan Meyer Rothschild. You would expect those three names to go together. Disraeli was yeah. the next-door neighbor of Montefiore for 40 years. Disraeli at 95 Park Lane. Disraeli was the Prime Minister of England under Queen Victoria. And, Montefi- and he was the father of British imperialism, a Jew. Okay, so all all of those uh, liberals out there who want to blame the white man for imperialism, think again. It's these very rich, ultra-rich, orthodox Jews who are behind British imperialism. So, Disraeli yes, lived at 95 Park Lane and Montefiore at 99 Park Lane. Sir Moses Montefiore was an Orthodox Jew and had a synagogue built on his home and his personal shohet, that is, ritual slaughterer, slaughterer to ensure he would always have kosher meat. Montefiore's brother-in-law was Nathan Meyer Rothschild.
1: Rothschild. All
0: yeah. right, folks. You think the Jews don't rule the world? And they were business partners in banking. Montefiore married Judith Cohen and Rothschild married Hannah Cohen, two sisters. The men bought both uh, both bought land in Palestine to alleviate suffering of Jews sure. Sure they did. Uh, they needed Palestine to create this fiction that they're Israel. Giving them a place to live and donated large sums of money to promote education, health, and industry in Palestine. Montefiore made many trips to Palestine, many, many different trips here, about seven or eight, and took Disraeli with him on some of them. Disraeli was an intimate friend, both financially, socially, and political, of Baron Lionel de Rothschild, son of Nathan Meyer de Rothschild. Lionel provided Disraeli the funds for the immediate purchase of the Suez Canal for England... Uh, so, <laughs> it says here, this is funny, God so arranged relationships, neighbors, brothers-in-law, business partners, who were Jewish philanthropists and Zionists. Oh, my God. Pardon me while I throw yeah. up. Pardon me while yes, I throw absolutely. up. Okay. Back to you. Mm.
1: <laughs> yes, Pastor. Um, if if one goes through the true history, not the history that had been hid- hidden, the true history, just of the history of the… the um, what is today called South Africa? You will find that these kind of things have been happening on an ongoing basis, Pastor. Yes. Um, yeah. That is that is why the. In fact, even Verwoerd was murdered because he. This uh, they decided in Parliament to have an investigation on the extent of the Jewish control of the South African economy, and mm-hmm. he was murdered for that.
0: Yes, yes. Yeah, now, again, I, I want to recommend this website to everybody. This is hoflandia.wordpress.com. This is an outstanding article. We're picking it apart because there are a few errors, but uh, in general, I'd say you know 95% accuracy by a sincere yeah. author explaining how the Jews have manipulated the Boer people and caused the deaths of millions, literally millions, not just of Boer Uh, 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 but blacks also they put black against white white against boar blah 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 blah. they'll find any division to exploit
1: Pastor, uh, just something else as well the wealth that they harvested or that they reaped out of being mercenaries the British uh, the the British Empire's mercenaries that were rented, hired by the Mm -hmm. Cape Dutch Afrikaners but the Cape Dutch Afrikaners didn't know the extent of the uh, Boer Republic's wealth. Mm-hmm. And to this day, the, uh, the the Rothschilds and the Jews are harvesting from their small investment of getting the British Empire's mercenary uh, might behind the Cape Dutch Afrikaners. Half a million, close to half a million um, trained soldiers from across the globe that gathered on the Boer Republic's of only 47 Thousand words. Yeah. However, uh, something else that needs to be said about that as well. I have re- read in articles that stated clearly that the first and the second uh, World Wars were totally funded initially by the wealth that they. Reaped Mm. and harvested out of the Boer Republics gold, diamonds, etc.
0: That's incredible. So I bet that was part of the plan because they needed to create World War One, because uh, the uh, the plan was to take control of Palestine, so they could have their Zionist state. But since the U.S. refused to consolidate the League of Nations, they had to stage yeah. World War II to finally get their dirty little hands on Palestine. Back to you.
1: But there was another purpose as well, Pastor. They actually staged it, staged it such that the in South Africa, for example, it were, were the Boers that were sent into the front lines of the war. Wow! It, wow. It, it, because the Cape Dutch Afrikaners sent their children to the universities to go and study. So they (laughs) didn't study. uh, uh, Because of their studies, they were excused from uh, fighting in the wars. The same thing happened during (laughs) South Africa's border wars. And the Boers don't realize this, that the Boers were sent to the wars for the purpose. Here's the purpose. So that the Jews, the Edomites, Figures and numbers across the globe will exceed that of the Israelites. That was mm-hmm. the whole intention.
0: Right. They right. Were well, sending actually in- actually, yeah, the, the article mentions Vietnam because the same thing happened here in, in America during the Vietnam War where uh, whites and blacks and Latinos were sent to fight in Vietnam, but very, very few Jews. If any Jews were in the military at all, they were like doctors and… Yeah, you know, and uh, are you there? Hello. Okay, uh, apparently you're not Hello, hearing. Hello, Pastor. Yeah, uh, can you hear Hello. me?
1: Hello.
0: All right, somehow. Uh, Hello,
1: Pastor, can you hear me?
0: Yes, I can hear you. Let I me can't send hear you...
1: anything right now.
0: Okay, uh, let me just uh, quickly type Hello. in a message that I can hear him. Hello. I can hear you. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> All right, here, I'm, I'm going to disconnect and reconnect, folks. Uh, somehow, for some reason, he's not able to hear me. Okay, we'll Excuse be me. right back. Okay. So uh, I'll call him real quick. Hello, All right. Can you hear me now? Yes, I can hear you both. Okay. Perfect. That was really strange. Okay. All right. So okay. uh, please continue
1: post um, I don't know where I dropped off
0: Okay, well, uh, just go ahead and back up a l- I, I mentioned that the f- fact that there were very few Jews in the Vietnam War fighting uh, But yes. they, they arranged for the war, right? They arranged the war yeah. And if they served in the military at all It was in the capacity of doctors, uh, JAG, that is the lawyers division uh, Supply sergeants, that sort of thing uh, exactly rare. and also okay yeah go
1: ahead yeah and 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 also very important into the um the the command lines because they could actually at the com- at the front line while they were sitting in the back they could actually command yes. um, certain things to take place in the front line without any fear of having themselves in the battle at all right and exactly. it is exactly the Pulling same the way that it happened it's yeah. exactly the same way that it happened during the, the – when the Boers were sent into the First World War, the Boers were sent into the Second World War, while the Cape Dutch Afrikaners were the um, – uh, 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 were, 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 were given the, the ranks where they mm-hmm. could actually sit at home basically and, and um, n- not be in the line of fire whatsoever.
0: Right, and and people who have listened to my Restoration Hour shows know that the Rothschilds orchestrated our American Civil War as well. The London Rothschilds financed the North and agitated against the South. And the French Rothschilds, the Paris Rothschilds, financed the South and agitated against the North. So that was a human slaughter. 600,000 white men were (laughs) slaughtered in that war Entirely orchestrated by the Rothschilds. Correct. This is, most people have no idea that this is what actually happened. Yeah. Okay. So here, let me uh, yes, mention, he does mention Vietnam. So that uh, what happened in Vietnam is very, very similar to what the uh, Jews did to your people in South Africa, okay? The Jewish families uh, that today, uh, they learned their dirty tricks from, all, from the Montefiores and uh, the Disraelis and the Rothschilds, etc., lessons in the pre-war days of the boer republics in south africa the self-same dirty tricks were used against the u.s many years later in the vietnam era in fact queen victoria's favorite jew was sir moses Montefiore, who took command of the british board of deputies all jews in 1835 so you know of course the jews ruled uh britain when they created the bank of england they've had total control of britain ever since so everything that britain you know that people blame britain for has been orchestrated by the jewish bankers who control it back to you
1: yeah uh well pastor remember two programs before uh, we actually spoke about the formation of the council of foreign relations the bank the 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 um, uh, the, the Club round of table. Rome, the Round
0: Table, Go the
1: Round Table, etc., all emanating from this um, single person, uh, Cecil John Rhodes in the Cape, and of yeah. course he was, he was being favoured by the Hofmeyers and also by, yeah. um, uh, well, basically by the Cape Dutch Afrikaners, the Malans. The Malans were very close to the uh, uh, to Cecil John Rhodes as well, and the Smutses,
0: the
1: yes. uh, Jan Smutzes family.
0: Amen. So Smuts, you uh, said, was probably a Jew also, right? If not, oh yes, certainly a Freemason. He was,
1: yeah, Jan uh, Smuts was was buried with full Jewish rituals, even with his yamulka. and his <laughs> his body, his body was put to rest. Frisbee, right?
0: Yes,
1: his body was put to rest. In the Jewish part of the cemetery where, I think it's in Pretoria, the Jewish part of the cemetery there.
0: Okay. So, of, right. of course, it's very clear that he, he was Jew. a
1: Jew.
0: He was a crypto Jew, pretending to be a boar. That's what he was yes, doing. Absolutely. Wow.
1: Well, he, he lived as a, well, a Cape, the Cape Dutch farmers, have been stating all along, that the Cape Dutch farmers, or the Cape Dutch Afrikaners, are in fact crypto Jews. Right. They Um, they masqueraded as Cape Dutch. They masquerading at the moment as Afrikaners, yes. But in fact, they crypto Jews.
0: Yeah, and you've gotten a lot of hate mail for stating this, but uh, you've you've presented the evidence that this is in fact true, right from the very beginning, because the the Cape Dutch started out as the uh, the Dutch Jewish. Enterprise, you know, called the uh, uh, what was it? Uh, what is it the British East. No, sorry, sorry, the Dutch East India the Company. Dutch East India okay. Company. And their employees. Yeah. Right? And uh, the reason. Uh, mm-hmm. Go ahead. The the, the
1: the reason why they came to the Cape was for the to exploit the position of the Cape for financial and commercial purposes in order to manipulate yeah. the European the European market for opium yeah, and tobacco exactly. and booze.
0: To ship opium to Britain and other parts of the world where they could get more people hooked on dope and you know they're they're yeah. the world's biggest drug pushers, folks. They are and nobody knows <laughs> it because they control the media which refuses to tell you about it. Correct. Mm-hmm. Even NASPERS, well, right? Even NASPERS yeah. will tell you these things. NASPERS, yes. Yeah, right, but what's right? the
1: interesting thing? Interesting thing is that it was the Dutch East Indian Company that developed the towns and the cities in parts of the world like Indonesia and like Malaysia. Yeah. I
0: mean, because they had a
1: very large it's a colonial
0: It's a colonial system. That's it's a colonial
1: it system, absolutely. Right. In fact, it, it is a colonial. Babylonian colonial system.
0: Right, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's all blamed on white people who were, you know, basically yeah. brought along to develop the colonies, you know, to construct the so- the t- cities, towns, and roads, et cetera, et cetera, because Jews don't do that, but Jews own the companies that do it. Okay. Yeah. And so uh, the colonialism has a white face, but it it has Jewish overlords, and this is what liberals yeah. totally do not understand, and they're constantly blaming yeah. whites. And the Jews are promoting this idea that uh, white colonialism is evil. What about Ju- Jewish colonial and drug smuggling? Uh, don't you yeah. don't you know about that, folks? All right. So it's and he yeah. continues as we shall see. It was the Jews who fomented the unrest in the Boer republics, unrest which eventually led to the unjust Anglo-Boer war. It was the Montefiore hmm. it was Montefiore who took charge of the Order of Zion and who trained Jews for active duty in political troublemaking in South Africa. A process which continues to this day, and one which will not cease until the Jew has open and full control of South Africa's vast mineral wealth. I don't know when this was written, but they have that already, right? The ANC is simply their there. It, it, the, the ANC is simply their Patsy. Their lapdog. Hmm. It's their lapdog government. And let me just finish this uh, paragraph. Uh, we have about six minutes left. There is ample evidence that Montefiore's Order of Zion was also very active in the unrest in the U.S., which preceded the war between the states, and which led eventually to the murder of Abraham Lincoln. All right, he even brings yes. in the Civil War. So there is a very definite link between American history and that of South Africa. Abraham Lincoln was assassinated by a Jew from South Africa, John Wilkes Booth, real name Botha. There you are, folks.
1: <laughs>
0: there you are. Do you think you know history? If, you, if you've been educated in a government school, you don't know anything.
1: You yeah, know anything. I... I... I parallel it to, in fact, I often when, when I hear people talking their side or their part or their knowledge on history, I tell them, uh, I'll wait for you to matriculate on your, your history because currently you're only sitting in kindergarten with your history. Yes. Uh, get away from the South African or the Africana
0: yeah, publicized. Establishment, all establishment um, history, history is books. bunk. It's bunk. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, 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 so we're we're sitting in a world today where and I quoted from that uh Jewish uh website lauding the montefiore and uh, and the Rothschilds and uh and Benjamin Disraeli you know this is something yeah. most people don't know, but among themselves, the Jews brag about these things, they mm, brag exactly. about them, yeah. Uh, uh, annihilating whole nations and taking control of nations, making war between nations, etc. This is what the Jews do and they love doing it. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And we think they're God's chosen people? I don't think so, folks.
1: <laughs> we thought so, Pastor. Yeah. For many years we were <laughs> yeah. we were blindfolded oh. and we were brainwashed to believe that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But not anymore. It's time to wake up. And uh, this is why we're here, yeah. Eurofolk Radio, because this type of history will not be presented by CNN or whatever. What's your major TV station in South Africa? I've, I'm sure you have a few. But
1: Basta, uh, uh, we have four channels, and they all pitch black.
0: <laughs> right, right, yeah, black lackeys. You know, to put a, uh, you know, to give the impression that South Africa is actually run by black people. No, it's not. No. No, it's F- not. F- it's F- run by it's run by Jews and their intermediaries, the Freemasons, and uh, and as you're saying, yeah. the Cape Dutch South Africans.
1: Yeah, in yeah. in fact, uh, if 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 I talk about Cape Dutch Afrikaners, I also refer to them as Freemason because so many of them are Freemasons. Even the mm. the uh, the staunch Afrikaners uh, seen as. Extremely right. They are also Freemasons or they are members of the Africana bond, which is a white faction or Africana faction of the uh, Freemasonry in any case.
0: Right, right. Yeah, so they use their outlanders, their foreigners to stir up trouble. Eventually, these foreigners get the vote. They outvote the Boer people and the Boer, Boer people are therefore disenfranchised from their own countries. Often without yeah. even a shot being fired, but when yeah. the Boer began to resist, then that resulted in the two Anglo Boer Wars. You know, so how are the Boer people in any possible way the bad guys here? How is yeah. that possible? They're not right. This is sheer Jewish propaganda. Back to you. We have about two minutes left.
1: Yes, um, in particular, Boston. Uh, um, in this article, he says the Transvaal had gained la- legal independence from the British at the Sand River Convention. In fact, it was far more than just legal independence. It was to- total sovereign- sovereignty.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And this is this is something that I've been fighting for because the Cape Dutch Afrikaners, through the 1980s, uh, the Freemasons amongst them, set up a, a whole uh, carrot-on-a-stick thing called right. self or self-governance. Right, uh, as if it is anything comparable in a way. Uh, I mean, it's like being uh, on parole, uh, political parole, uh, mm-hmm. because it would still be under the aus- auspices or under the the uh, directionship of the South African government, irrespective of how you look at it. The self governance is only a, uh, a an, an image or a mm-hmm. reflection of. What they want us to believe is a full self-governance, which it can never be under the present government.
0: Uh, You pronounce it correct. Fool's (laughs) self-government.
1: They're only fooling. It
0: It looks like. Well, see, now this is the interesting thing, because the Boer people sent a delegation, and Wilson's 14 points, one of them was at Versailles, self-determination for all peoples. But didn't he refuse to see the Boer delegation? Isn't that what happened? Uh,
1: The the Boer delegation was, in fact, a bunch of Cape Dutch Afrikaners.
0: And the Cape
1: Dutch Afrikaners have never wanted the Boers to have um, independence. That was one of the reasons why they orchestrated the two um, uh, uh, massive British Empire Mm. uh, wars against the Boers.
0: So the the Transvaal and the Orange Free State were represented, in fact, by crypto-Jews. Not By, by crypto-Jews. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Folks, to see big. how politics works when the Jews in power, it's nothing but trickery and treachery. All right, Pastor Martins, thank you for being my co-host again today. A very informative show today. And we'll pick up uh, on this subject next week, all right?
1: Thank you very much, Pastor. And then also I would just like to mention again uh, uh, the people's prayers, our, our right. supporters' prayers. For tomorrow's court case in connection with uh, Villalem, Pretorius' um, certain applications, I don't want to um, go beyond that, but uh, right. there's a, a major court case tomorrow, um, and we would want the people to pray for a uh, desirable outcome on that. Thank Amen. you very much, Pastor.
0: Praise Yahweh. Praise Yahweh. And folks, please pray for them—the the the whites who have been railroaded into prison. Thank you for listening. Praise Yahweh. Pass the ammunition. Take care.